This is Manifest Mindset, where we delve into our true passions, inspire the best out of ourselves, and live our life with true intention every single day. All right, welcome back to another episode of Manifest Mindset. Happy New Year, Nick. How are you doing? Happy New Year, Bob. It's uh, crazy. 2021, man. 2020 was a world. Um, you know, I think well, a lot of a lot of ups, a lot of downs. Kind of, yeah, roller coaster of a year, man. It'll be interesting to see what this one brings. Yeah, no, it was a big year. Um, I thought it passed pretty quickly, or uh, just like every other year. Um, but yeah, a lot of ups and downs, a lot of big things that happened to a lot of people, especially us. Um, so, yeah, let me know how you're feeling, Nick. What's what's the new year in store? I no. know. Um, yeah, go ahead. Um, I was gonna say, Bob, it's always it's always interesting for me, right? Where you know, in some ways, it really just is another day. You know, you got 365 of these restarts a year, um, another opportunity. And so my mind is always like, you know, one more day, I've got the same kind of opportunities every single day. But then also people around us, right? They make a huge deal about, oh, it's a new year, everything's gonna change, everything's gonna be different. I mean, when it was 1999, oh my goodness, uh, who knows if you know, we just can evaporate after that, right? Yeah. Um, and so I think we can leverage this opportunity where um, everybody else starts to enter in the same conversation that we're in about change, about transformation, about growth. Um, I, th- I think it is okay to kind of play mind games with ourselves and leverage that a little bit more if that does help give kind of us the external for the internal. No, I, I know, like... Um... If we go back to, I think, 2019, our uh, podcast, um, so right around the transition for last New Year's, we talked about the exact same thing. We talked about um, New Year's resolutions, how, um, I guess, the idea of New Year's resolution should be, really, it could be like a February 29th resolution or something, or like a December 3rd, 28th resolution. Bob, I like you said February 29th, it's like, all right. Once every four years, you have a <laughs> It just came out, man. It just came out. I was like, yeah. Uh, yeah all right. Good day. Yeah, you, really, really you heard it, Bob. You got to wait three more years for that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, no, I get that idea. Of, like, sure, it's a, it's a fresh start. But, again, to I guess to you and me, it's just another day uh, uh, where we're just getting after it. But Yeah, and, and, and I don't mean that in a brutal way, really. And I think you know that, Bob, but. I really do mean that in a way of, of vast opportunity, of abundance that, you know, each and every day has that potential for a restart if we let it. Yeah, every day is a fresh new page. Um, just just the same thing as, as the new year, I guess. Every new year is a fresh new page, but also at the same time, every every day is a fresh new page as well. So, Catch me up, Nick. Anything new? Uh, it was a holiday season. We haven't talked in about two weeks. Uh, yeah. I want to hear what's new with you. Absolutely. It's been a holiday season. Um, we've actually, it's been kind of nice. We've had a little bit um, more of a chill time with the residency, which I've appreciated taking time to kind of catch up, hang out a bit. Um, by all means, we're still working a ton. Um, but just some of the formal things have um, died down a little bit that they're going to get kickstarted again this week coming back up. Um, it's been good. It's been kind of a rejuvenating period for me. The time to really, um, yeah, just kind of, kind of catch up before I have another strong push. Um, I've got my OCS coming up in early March. I'll be taking that. 
still getting ready, getting prepped for that. Um, starting a new kind of mentoring initiative with my other sports job. So excited to get the ball rolling for our clinicians for that. Um, that's kind of the physical therapy world. And otherwise, for me, just, you know, with COVID limitations, of course, and, you know, with some good people and, and you know, some good friends. Um, yeah, dude, pretty pretty simple, pretty straightforward right now for me. I actually, um, I took a hiatus from my podcast for a while. But actually, I just got started up again. Um, I remember tell, talking to you about that. Um, it was good. I think it was important for me to take a step back for a minute, reevaluate kind of how this is serving me, what I can do to give value to other people. Um, yeah. And it, it was definitely time for me to step back before and it's definitely time for me to step back in now. Perfect. That's awesome. Um, yeah, what, I was what, also... What about you, Bob? Um, I've been trying to figure out this uh, insurance thing now and then trying to figure out what to do, I guess, what the next steps are for, I guess, just starting a clinic in general. Um, and I was talking to a bunch of people. So I, I think I, I'll, I'll just talk about with you, I guess, just to I guess, get it out there, maybe, maybe brainstorm a little bit. <clears throat> so um, basically, two weeks ago, I talked to you about uh, I was implying to different getting – I guess, credentialed with different insurance companies. Yep. And some some of the insurance companies to, to join it network are closed. Um, their panels are closed. And then uh, basically, what do I do next? Um, so I talked to a bunch of people, and actually this is very common uh, for the insurance panels to be closed, especially during the end of the year, uh, sure. because they're just closed to open up in the new year for uh, more people to join in kind of or they're just closed and you just have to uh, basically reapply every two, three months until you can join again. So I was talking to uh, one of the, uh, like a physical therapist uh, that owns her own clinic uh, in Queens, and she was talking about how um, sometimes it it could take one or two years to join with a certain provider um, because you just have to keep on reapplying and reapplying, and then one day they just become open. so that's just common, and she, she was giving me the advice of just if you want to just be uh, if you want to be credentialed with insurance, it's just going to take a while. It's just going to take at least a year to be credentialed with most um, different. That's just so. So in hearing that, Bob, and hearing kind of there's this you know potential likely timeline. What do you What do you thought to take you? What do my thoughts say to me? So my thoughts. I mean, I'm still. Overall, my my overhead is very low, um, so I can, I think, so, so that's what where, where, where I'm battling with, um, I guess. So it's going to be a lengthy timeline. So what I'm going to try to do now is just try this out of network route yep. for a bit, and then out of network, which is like a cash route kind of thing, set up my marketing campaigns, um, do all these different things, and at like that four or five month deciding point, see whether or not I should accept different in-network contracts or just stay out of network. Um, Here's a question, Bob. Let's say you apply to be in-network and let's say that you're accepted. Does that mean that you are automatically accepting that insurance for sure or that you just have the opportunity to? So let's say like you're a Philip Blue Cross Blue Shield or Edna or something like that. That's not Medicare. You apply to them, they say, hey, dude, you're good. 
does that mean now that you're automatically in network with them, or does that give you an opportunity for a choice? Um, I think you, they give you uh, – I mean, I'm not sure completely, um, but I think they uh, – under my impression, they, like, say, okay, here's the, the stretch fee, so it's $50 per visit. If you choose to accept, then you're in. If you don't, you're just still out of network kind of thing. Okay. So that's um, a good I thing think, in a way that if that is how it works, you still got a choice with it overall. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I heard a quote from just one of these lectures I've been listening to, and I don't know why it just stick with me. It just stuck with me. Um, the quote is, so if you want to go fast, uh, take cash. But if you want to go far, take insurance. <laughs> so so it's interesting, interesting. because it, it makes sense. I think to me, because um, I guess in the long term to really expand for like clinics to really expand, like growing, growing your business or growing a clinic, um, insurance does play a big role. And, um, and I, I'd say it's certainly, um, you know, with cash, right. You can have that too. I think there's a smaller margin for error. I think you have to be like kind of clinician in the right kind of market for that. Um, but I've absolutely seen it done very strong with cash as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, you, Bob, is going to say, hey, is this Bob Chang, these next moves, is this looking for you to say, hey, let me just get started while I'm in a residency program or work on the side? Or is this something that you want to start laying the groundwork now for what it's going to be like the next three or four years for you? Yeah. That's going have a very different approach. So, so ask me that one more time, Nick. Yep. So, you know, two different ways of thinking about this. There's a way of saying, hey, I'm going to get a, a good car, a decent car, but I'm going to get a car that kind of lasts me through my college years, but then I'll be ready for an upgrade once it's kind of worn out through the temporary approach. Or there's, you know, I'm going to buy a new vehicle that's going to last me eight, nine years. That way I can have it forever, have a ton of value, and start building up for that now. Those are two different approaches, Bob. That kind of going to change how you approaches. It sounds like you're leaning towards a new car option right now. I'm 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 getting lost with these analogies. Like, I'm, I'm okay, sorry. okay. We'll we'll, we'll we'll skip the car, brother. Um, <laughs> no, there but, is, but you are yeah, entering no. a residency that is a part-time residency. Yep. And one one approach for your business right now could be, hey, I'm just trying to earn a little money on the side and do okay for myself while I'm in residency before I look for another opportunity or fully invest in this opportunity at hand. Or there's a mentality of, hey, I'm in a residency now, and I'm going to prepare my business the best I possibly can to as soon as I'm out of residency. I can just go full force into that. Well, yeah. So so definitely the second option. Definitely um, I'm going all in right now. Like, right. I have this residency, but um, – Again, it is part time. It is, I, I mean, it starts Monday, but it's it's nothing Ooh, really serious. Um, it's it's a lot of like online stuff, which I feel yep. like I can do with within um, uh, maybe a few hours per week. So nothing really serious in terms of time commitment. There is I have to travel travel to Buffalo three times a year. Um, so nothing really. I guess it's that big of a commitment. If I wanted to, to drag it out instead of one year, I can do it in two years. Or if I even to do it in three years, like really drag it out kind of thing. Um, if, again, 
like there's just so much uncertainty with, with the clinic, what what's to do next. Um, but yeah, that, that's basically what I'm doing. Like right now, I'm building out that marketing system. I'm trying to go all in with this. So so my main I like focus it, is, I would say for some people, right? Like with me right now, my residency is my main thing, and I've got my side dish. But you yeah. right now, your residency is your side dish, and that's important to kind of set that intention and be aware of that. And so, like you said, you've got a very, very low overhead, which is a blessing to start out. And you're just looking to get hungry, get after it, and kind of have your business thriving for the next three or four years and kind of reevaluate that. Yes, exactly. Um, so I, I would say, like, my main two focuses right now is, is one, building my own clinic, figuring out how to, and then having clear, I guess, sales and marketing system. And then, two, becoming the best or working through the McKenzie coursework, becoming the best, best McKenzie therapist I can. And again, that, that goes back to the business hand and the, the healing hand, right? Um, just, just striving to have the biggest hands possible for each. So those are two, my main two focuses for the, my career. And to me right now, if anything else pops up, I'm just going to have to say no and just focus on these two things. Absolutely. So that that's going to be my my yearly goal. If if we're working on the New Year's resolutions, my my yearly goal is to just stick with these two hands and not be distracted by anything else. I like um, it. In terms when, of when, when you start genetically mutating and start growing five hands, I'm calling you out for it. <laughs> but yeah, now it's th- these two hands are are basically what my biggest focus are. Uh, anything else would just be a distraction. Um, like and I, I, I like that a lot where it's, you know, it's only so much that you can truly focus on to give all of yourself into at one time. And what you decide to do is but you can't really commit to five things or four things at a time, but this doesn't work out. Yeah, no, it's two things, I think. What do you think is a good number, Nick, for, for how many things you could commit to? Maybe just for like a year span. Commit to and be, you know, it's like, you know, we dabble kind of strongly in it. Okay. Nick, I'm having a little, I'm having a little bit of trouble hearing you. Gotcha. Can you give me that, Bob? Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Well, what was the last thing you said about dabbling in it? Yeah, so I think there's a difference, right? Are these goals or things that you want to go after or that you want to be really completely badass with and dominate for the year? Or do you just want to dabble in it and say, oh, I, I kind of did that. I kind of did a good job. Because those are very different numbers. I think for me, if you really want to own something and own an experience strong, I'd say three is the absolute max. And maybe that's even stretching it a little bit. Okay. I think for like, if you want to dabble in it, like, oh, I want to kind of try and learn this new hobby. Let me, you know, do a little bit with it once a week kind of thing. I think you can do up to six or seven with that. Um, just for little projects to have fun with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, um, so that's where I'm at in terms of insurance. So, so basically, uh, for me, it's just trying to figure out how to get in touch with different uh, provider relations. So it's, it's a super pain in the butt um, because, especially Bushu Blue Cross, when I call them, um, 
they always say go online and I can't ever talk to a person. Um, so I, I just need to do it repeatedly, try to figure out how to actually talk to a person on the phone. Um, I press zero. I say customer support, <laughs> but nothing really happens. Um, so that's where I'm at. So I'm just trying to figure out. Yep. The- hey, hey, some logistic political roadblocks a little bit. And so kind of sounds like you've got to troubleshoot through, bear down and make it happen with that. Yeah. I was also talking to um, uh, Dr. Terry, so one of our previous professors about this, seeing what, if he could help me brainstorm as well, see see what he had in his mind. Um, and he just, he mentioned uh, joining some different organizations that could, that could potentially help. Um, so different networks, different uh, IPAs, so independent provider associations, um, near your area to see if they can, I guess, increase your uh, ability to join different networks as well. So looking into that, I have a few calls with different um, IPAs or different um, networks this week as well, starting next week. Um, some of them I apply to and some of them, again, are closed. So that's where I'm at right now. Seeing it's going to be a fun adventure, uh, but Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see you, Bob, and I was talking to a good friend of mine yesterday um, really about just future physical therapy, future of me and him and other people in physical therapy, and, you know, starting to think about having a few of my own clients on the side here and there, but basically, once I'm done with my fellowship or other, like, very large continuing education opportunities, um, they're kind of clustered together like the fellowship type program, it's very hard to see myself in a role that I'm just employed by an organization. All right, it's hard for me to see, unless there's an incredible, incredible opportunity with it, it's hard to see myself in a role where I'm just, you know, kind of, I mean, I would never be just clocking in and clocking out, but where I have, where I can't dictate as much of what I want to do, how I want to do it, have the freedom that I need to have. Um, it's, it's an exciting time to be in the field, man, an exciting time to create our own opportunity and create our own business. Definitely. Now, um, I think it's a good short episode. I, I like this uh, this version. Nick, do you want to touch upon just some accountability for the new year just for next week until we talk again? Yeah, I think for uh, right now I'm going to go broad for kind of the – I shall go both. Um, for next week, I'm going to – I'm kind of using this weekend as another recovery weekend. But then really starting uh, – studying nice and good for the OCS coming up. Yep. So by the time I talk to you next, I'll be starting my program for that. You know, ready to go. And then got a fire check on about here. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so, uh, you know, they're, they're doing good work here. Um, yeah, so starting the OCS, um, perhaps that I want to do for that. I'd say for the overall for the year, I kind of set a intention to me, um, two things. One kind of big goal is kicking ass in that spine fellowship, doing everything I can, see all the learning out of that. Um, hitting this uh, clinical roundtable initiative that I created, kind of a mentoring thing for my sports clinic. But then also to uh, hike the six highest peaks in Southern California. Um, they're not incredibly high, nothing too crazy. Um, but just for me, it's about as much as the kind of physical thing of doing it, it's more about prioritizing my time to set that intention to actually get out there and make it happen amongst the fellowship. 
I like it. Um, for me, I by the next time I speak, I want to have submitted my at least got talked to somebody on the phone with, with Blue Shield Pro Cross um, to start with that. Um, and then I want to have, uh, by the next time we talk, just a clear messaging structure, like what is my one, like if somebody asked me, okay, what do you do, Bob? I have that uh, like a clear elevator pitch. Um, I guess that's just like the foundation for that starts all my marketing message as well. I have it right now. Like I have a good, I guess, summary. Um, but I want to make, really make sure that's clear, that it aligns with everything that's going to be brought out into like a marketing system. So, and I'll share with, with you with that uh, next week. And we'll talk from there. All right, I'm looking forward to a crazy elevator ride next week. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. All right, Nick, it was a pleasure. Um, and Happy New Year again, and I'll see you next week. Happy New Year, Bob. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye.